Hi, and welcome to Burnout Books, a podcast where we talk about gifted kid burnout and reading. So I would like to start this podcast off with kind of a story about myself. Not to be narcissistic or anything, but, uh, you know, a podcast mainly about reading, starting off with a story, makes sense. So when I was a kid, I was kind of a good student. And by kind of a good student, I mean an amazing student during elementary. So really, it's not that big of an accomplishment. So I was an amazing student through elementary, and so that kind of ingrained in people's brains that I was a great student. And so then when I got to middle school, people were like, hey, you were so good in elementary. Why are you not good now? And I'm like, well, this is middle school. This isn't elementary. It's different. And they're like, well, you were good back then, so you're, you're smart. You're great. So why aren't you doing it? I'm like, well, well, I don't know. And so then, you know, that translated into high school, which was even worse. And so then I got into high school and people were like, you are smart. Why aren't you good? And I'm like, because I'm not smart. I have the IQ of like a seven-year-old. What are you talking about? And that's because when I was younger, I was praised for being great. And if I wasn't great, then I was just told, hey, you're great, but I think you're just doing it wrong. And so you're great, but just maybe change it up. And so then what that did was then instill in my brain, hey, I'm amazing at everything. And if I can't do something right, then obviously it's just not meant to be. And I just suck at it. So there you go. So this is also, so this is also put into my brain. If you can't read an entire book overnight, that sucks. You're not going to read a book. I think that also has to do with the all or nothing mentality of ADHD, but we're not here for that right now. Yet. And so, when I was younger, I would love to read books all the time. I would read all the time. Of course, they were like elementary and middle school level books, but still reading. And I loved it. I enjoyed reading a lot. It was kind of a good escape. And then I stopped reading. I, I can't really pinpoint an exact time. I think I just slowly stopped reading. I would like to say somewhere around middle school. And it's sad because uh, I enjoyed reading a lot. And so then now, especially in the past few years, I've definitely regretted not continuing reading because I recently finished a book, um, Children of Blood and Bone. It sounds gruesome, promise it's not. It's an amazing book and I loved it. And I read the entire thing and I was like, I loved this. The accomplishment of finishing a book as well as finally like, and, and the story as well, the book itself is amazing, but also like finishing the book was just a big accomplishment for me because I had not finished reading a book in a while before then. And I was like, why can't I do this more often? And part of it is not finding books that keep my interest long enough, but as well as not having like a system in which to enforce me to read the books. Now, 
When I say enforce me to read the books, I do not mean somebody sitting down and telling me, hey, you need to read this book in this amount of time, because that doesn't work. It doesn't. I, I get books for school, you know, as you do, and people would tell me to read them, and I just, I either wouldn't or couldn't. No part of my being wanted to sit down and read a book because somebody told me to. Now, had I found this book on my own and come to read it, I would have probably loved it. But people were telling me to read. And now that I'm thinking about it, about the time that I stopped reading was about the time when people made reading homework. You know, when they started assigning books to read was about when I stopped reading books because I'd view it as homework. Why would I push my brain to do this extra thing for little to no reward, at least like physical reward? And so then I stopped reading. And so I never really read an entire book for a while. And then I finally read Children of Blood and Bone. It captured every essence of like everything that I needed. When I was younger, I'd read Harry Potter no support of J.K. Rowling. Putting that out there right now. As a part of the LGBT community. Hi. Putting that out there. Do not support her. I would read Harry Potter. And that was my biggest accomplishment as a child. Was saying that I could read this. I have not finished the Harry Potter series. Because I had started it when I was younger. And then read it until about the time when I stopped reading. So, there's that. And Children of Blood and Bone captured what I needed. It was nostalgia of Harry Potter, as well as this great story about a very diverse cast of characters. All of them uh, African, beautiful, and they'd have the magic of Harry Potter with this, like, African-esque setting and it was this beautiful blend of nostalgia but as well as this new age me that I've come to find and so it was great and now I'm at a standstill haven't read a book since th then it's been about a year uh, exactly actually a little over a year since I've read that book, since I finished it. Haven't read a book since. Bought many books. Haven't read them. So I started this podcast to read. And so that brings us to our next topic. Our first book. Our first book will be Educated. A memoir by Tara Westover. Probably pronouncing that wrong, but whatever. This book was recommended to me by my aunt, and so I'll read it. I believe it has 40 chapters split into three parts, so let's say every episode's the f let's say, yeah, let's go four chapters per episode. That seems fair. So, 
it's a memoir about this woman, Tara, because it's a memoir, it's the author, it's like an autobiography. Uh, beautiful and propulsive, Tara Westover's voice is so synergerous, it feels in doubt. Hi, welcome to I Can't Read too. <laughs> it feels in debt to no one. And despite the singularity of her childhood, the questions her book poses are universal. How much of ourselves should we give up for those we love? And how much must we betray them to grow up? Though that, uh, this is from Vogue. This is her, the critique on the back of the book from Vogue. And that alone piques my interest. Um, as somebody who kind of feels that. I get that. Um, so we're going to start reading this book. I'm going to crack into it. I'm not going to read it for you right now. No. I'm going to read it and then we're going to come back. So if you'd like to read along and then listen to the episodes as I read, we're going to say four chapters and then episode. How does that sound? Perfect? Perfect. You have no choice. I don't know why I'm asking you. <laughs> so, let's get started. On your marks, get set, let's go. <laughs> 